Hello everyone, my name is Carolyn. Welcome to the Saving for Your First Home podcast. I am the CEO of The Financial Moment. We offer money coaching for those who are ready and willing to make financial changes in their lives. For the most of us, there comes a point in time where we think to ourselves, it would be really nice to own property. But it sometimes can feel like a pipe dream and not very easily obtainable. So I created this podcast to give you all the information and tools you need to take the steps forward toward home ownership. Take it from me, my husband and I started our lives together working part-time jobs with a young child. Fast forward through many hiccups and failures, we stepped our feet into our very first home. For us, it was a pile of dirt, but eventually our family home was built on that dirt. Now we are in the midst of growing our investment property portfolio. I created the Savings for Your First Home podcast to give you easy, actionable tools for you to do the same. If you have that same gut feeling that I did and want to create a life for yourself and your growing family, but don't know where to start, you are in the right place. Let's do this. Today, I am excited to share with you a conversation that I was a part of. Last week, Amanda Flood, the host of the Mindset and Motivation Community, hosted a Back on Track Bootcamp, and she asked me to be a part of it and share with her audience how we can identify if we're off track with our finances, and what can we do to prevent it. It was a fantastic conversation, and I wanted all of you to have an opportunity to listen in. All right, so we are back for another episode of the Back on Track boot camp and this has been a phenomenal series i think just to really take a closer look at yourself and work out lots of different areas like your self-care your intentions and really where are you focused and the things that may kind of get in the way of that and i think today is just as exceptional as we continue with the back on track series in terms of our finances and money is always a special thing for us we love to have money (laughs) we also love to spend it (laughs) at the same time we're kind of scared of it so i think it's a great great time for this conversation and i have a wonderful guest to help us out with that today and I'm really looking forward to all that she has to share. So if you guys are listening and you're excited, make sure to drop those likes and hearts and all that good stuff so that we know that you're there and with us. But in the meantime, I would love to introduce the wonderful Miss Carolyn Jones. So hello, ma'am. Hello, hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for including me as part of this boot camp. It's been quite amazing. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love the energy of women in general. And then I love just like connecting to new faces and faces that just like look like us, right? Because we don't always get to see ourselves in other people and learn from each other. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So true. So beautiful. So, and I just learned you're you're all the way across, as we say, across the pond. Something might be <laughs> up and above, but she's in Canada, y'all. That's it. Up in Canada. That's so awesome. I love it. I feel like we're a little like international community, so that's cool too. So true. <laughs> so, Carolyn, tell us about you and what you do. For sure. Yeah. So I've had about 25 years of experience probably in finance. Now I was a finance manager for a hospital for, for quite some time. And as I, you know, saw patients after patients and come across people that have, are faced with unexpected expenses, 
I really started to, you know, have a heart for these people and how can I make a difference and help them. And so that's why I decided to become a money coach because a lot of people, and you know, it's not, it can be anything, not just hospital expense, but it can be, you know, your car breaks down, you're not prepared for that or whatever those big expenses are, your appliances goes, it can throw you off track. And, and it really can set you back if you're not prepared for these type of unexpected events. And so my purpose is really to help people to be prepared, to be prepared and try and strive for the goals that they, they really want to attain. So that's kind of why I got into the, the whole money coaching. I love it. So it's like you see this need and you also see this gap in are we prepared? And I think that's a big one because I think a lot of us just kind of live like paycheck to paycheck or even just like moment to moment, moment right? To moment. Even exactly. if we know there may be big things come, but we really keep putting it off. Mm-hmm. And then we find ourselves in situations. This <laughs> is it. You know, right? <laughs> you know? So I, this is a right on time conversation. So how do we even know that we are off track with our finances or not really thinking about it in a way that's really helpful or that may kind of put us in a situation should anything happen? For sure. I mean, you touched a little bit of it, you know, living paycheck to paycheck and making like, you know, it actually comes down to the zero balance and sometimes even go into overdraft. You know, that's, that's a big thing. Overdraft, you know, when they sold it and it first came out, the bank sold it, it was like, you know, you'll never have to bounce a check again. It's going to be great. Right. And then people are like, yeah, sign me up. And then all of a sudden, you know, you realize you're being hit with this major interest Uh and it's crazy. Right. So those are the kind of warning signs. And the other thing is credit card usage. Mm. Now, you know, people think, you know, credit cards, you know, I can get lots of points and, and, and there is nothing truly wrong with that type of, you know, use, but credit card, you over credit card usage, you kind of realize that you're not paying attention to how much money you're actually spending. And so, you know, you kind of just tap, tap, tap. And then all of a sudden now you end up with a bill that's, you know, way more than you expected to spend within that period. So those are kind of the warning signs that you're, you're kind of getting off track. And then when all those things happen, now you don't have your essential money to pay your essential bills. And so as you can see, it goes into the cyclical effect, right? Your money comes in and then now it goes and then you're short. So that's kind of a, the warning signs, I think. Mm-hmm. It's super interesting because then it's like this false sense of that you have money, but you really don't, right? And and that's the problem with uh, credit cards. It's like they're good for one thing, but if you're not aware, right? So I guess you really have to know yourself. Like, are you someone that you you can pay attention to how much is going out in your habits so that you can keep track of what's going on, right? So that may yeah. be part of the problem is your own self-awareness and how you spend money too. Absolutely. And I, I talk about your money personality Ooh, because, you know, girl. <laughs> everybody has one. And, you know, you have the friend who's like, loves, hey, you know, let's go shopping or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. You're like, yeah, let's go. And then you have the other person who is like, you know, they're kind of tucking their money away quietly and you don't know anything, but they're just keep tucking it away. And, they, you know, man, they may go up, but they're not the big spenders. And, you know, you have those people. And then you have the warriors that are always like, oh, my goodness, I don't, I, I don't know what to do. You know, they, they're mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. constantly worried so all these people have different type of personalities and we can have one of like every day can be different for us you know mm, and right. so if you're not aware of who you truly are it's going to be very difficult for you to manage your finances mm. because 
you know, you could be a very spontaneous, like, I'll take the spender. Let's get an example. The spender it could be spontaneous. You know, they go to the store, they see something they like, they purchase it, right? But that person could also be, have a very big heart and want to give. And so when it, and it comes to that a relative's birthday or a loved one's birthday or something like that, they want to overspend because they want to show their love in that way. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong. So there's nothing wrong with that personality type. You just have to be aware of it. And that has to be reflected in your budget. So you're putting money aside mm-hmm. for those special times so that you can express your love in that way. Mm, so it's like make, making room in your budget for who you are and your personality. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Okay. I love yeah. that. In terms of like women of color, when it comes to our finances and our money, like what do we need to know? What are you seeing? What's happening? Where are we at? Because the struggle is real. Oh, <laughs> so why is this really sure. important for us? <laughs> exactly. You know, we want to break the rhetoric, right? Like you want to be able to like, you know, I love this group because it's like, you know, start businesses, right? And be an entrepreneur and all those things. As much as we have all these great ideas, they they do involve money of some sort, right? And so in order to be able to do these types of things, you have to personally manage your own money so that you can then fund and, you know, make that business a part of who you are right? And not go into debt for it. That's part of it. And then also, you know, you want to push it forward, like purchase property, get investments, things that are going to help your generational wealth. And so that the next generation, when they come along, are going to have that a little bit easier than you did. Mm, And so, you know, exactly. So for, you know, women of color, we're kind of behind. If you, you know, you're taking any of the other cultures, they, they kind of have that in place already where that general generational wealth is there mm-hmm. to assist when they need to, mm-hmm. they have an idea or they want right. to go to school. Those or, legacies, those funds, right. the trust, the property value and exactly. all the things we are handing down. Right. That's correct. Right. And so that's kind of live, leaves us a little bit behind. And so if we can try and create that, our, our next generation is going to have a little bit of an easier time than, than us. Mm. So what are some concrete things that we can do to work on our, our, our finances? And I feel like it, it's levels because we have like the basic day-to-day things. Because as you're talking about tracking money, I'm thinking about things like, you know, so many apps and things to do that, right? But then there's this larger level of building legacies and how do we do that? That's um, right. What do we do? For sure. Help yeah. Me. Help so, us. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> You know, I say there's, like you said, there are so many apps, tools, spreadsheets, I mean, out there, right? But, you know, I, I kind of give this example. A long time ago, I, I wanted to do a boot camp and I wanted to get fitter. So I decided to join this boot camp, right? And, you know, the coaches, they're pushing me, you know, I was like super hard mm-hmm. and... But I was getting results every week. I go, mm. even though I was getting killed. Right, you <laughs> I, see it. Right, I, go, I see like, the oh, results. Right? I should keep going. Uh huh. Right, but I knew I know how to run. I know how to do all the exercises that he was talking about. Mm. But without the coach, without somebody kind of saying, "Okay, it's time to push yourself oh. a little bit more." Mm-hmm. Right. About to drop something for y'all. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's the same when it comes to your finances. All the apps and tools are out there for you, but you really need to identify who you are, create a budget that is specific to that particular personality, and then go from there. Simple thing is like, they call it, they call it the, I think it's 50, 30, 20 rule, where 50, 50% of your income is going to go to your, your essentials, right? Things that you have to pay. 
then you have your 30% of your money that is going to go to like groceries, you know, incidental things like that. And then 20% should be allocated to an emergency fund, sinking funds. Sinking funds are just things like Christmas comes every year. You know, you might as well prepare for it, you know, 12 months of the year and not wait till the, the 12th month to actually find that money, right? So uh, place a percentage of your income on these types of things. And that is how you're going to build that generational wealth. Mm, so powerful. And right down to the part of asking for help because, or getting help, because like you're saying, like we, we can know it and we can know it all day, but it doesn't mean that we're going to do it and we're going to follow through. And sometimes just naturally as people, we need like that external something or somebody to say, Hey, no, exactly. that's right. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, if you keep exactly. this up, this is what it's gonna look like broke. Right? That's right. <laughs> so we need that balance. So, it's so, um, true. so I, I I love that. And I think just that imagery of that is super powerful to me. Just that idea of knowing it, but you can know it, but it doesn't mean that you're gonna do it. Right? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And I love the percentage breakdown. I think even in your business, you have to have those breakdowns too and kind of learn what works for you. I think in, in my private practice, I, I use for the most part, like the profit first model. Mm -hmm. So there's a set that we set aside for profit. There's a, and when I say set, like its own account that's for, for the bills and expenses. And we have a general account that comes in for all our funds and then a savings account as well. So it's like, you can separate by percentages and for taxes so everybody's gonna get their money exactly, <laughs> exactly. you can see it right yeah. and I, I love it personally when you talk about money personalities because i'm a visual person so instead of me thinking i have enough within one account and not realizing that maybe i don't have enough for my bills or i don't have enough for my taxes right even though that one number looks good when i can separate it i can also see what's what and making sure that everything is is balanced and that we're covered right so exactly that, it that that has done like wonders for me right for sure i highly recommend it because and you can actually set those things up to be automated and mm -hmm. that is the best part because automation doesn't require anybody to interfere so as the money comes in it's automatically dished out into those categories that you're talking about Ooh, so you know you yeah. told me something because i do it i do it manually right at certain yeah. times of the month where i do that and i have a spreadsheet that's set up for the automatic percentage and that's how i do it but you're telling me something here so can exactly. I set that up from the account itself? Absolutely. To divide so, up those percentages? Yeah. Talk to me, talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you have to really check it out because some of these banks, they have these functionalities where you can actually say, okay, this is, and you can label it. You can label the accounts. You may have mm -hmm. to open multiple checking accounts right. or savings accounts, yeah, right? But then it's account. just moving. All Automatically money comes in, it goes there. You're telling it mm. exactly what to do. Mm. And before you know it, you know, you have your emergency fund is set up. They right. say that your emergency fund is supposed to be three months of your income. And that's right. a lot, right? That's a lot. For someone to, it, it takes time to build that. Mm -hmm. But if you're taking like 10% of your income every time, it'll be there in no time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just, these are the things like if you can automate as much as you can, especially mm -hmm. if you build, I, I talk about bill payments because a lot of people, you know, it comes in, people are still using paper, you know, and it's crazy, but I, you know, here's some of the stories, right? And I'm like, you know, you can just automate that. And it will come up. Make your life simple. Right, right. Exactly. And what I like about that is like, if you happen to forget, at least it's there, right? right. And then you don't that, have that against you now. 
Exactly, because that is a key factor on your credit score. So when you're late for your bills, especially for any debt payments, if you're late, that is one ding right on your credit score. And it didn't have to be because you probably had the money there. You just forgot. Like it was a Friday, you went out and it's a weekend, all of a sudden now it's Monday, right? Is that they're posting it for Monday. So you're late, right? Right. You dropped it in the mail, but the next day is a holiday. So it didn't go out. Exactly. (laughs) It keeps you out of little trouble, right? You know, it's so, so important to be able to. To do, and I guess it's how we make our lives simple. At the end of the day, one of the things that we—that's right, that's yeah. right. Make your life oh, as simple as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. So now, what are some of the things that that you're working on, even in your own business, to create economic opportunities for yourself? What for are sure. you doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> So I just recently launched a podcast. Ooh. So the podcast is called Saving for Your First Home. Ooh, so that just sounds sexy. Uh huh. Yeah, it's just it's because you know when you're 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 doing going through that process or you're thinking about it even, it feels like an overwhelming task because the down payments these days are so high. The banks are requiring so much. You have to think about your credit score. All these factors, and so. I thought, well, why don't I create a podcast and kind of give people that informational resource to be able to plan and actually save for purchasing their first home? Because your first home is where it all begins. Because once you have an asset, you can build on that asset and that's where legacy comes. So I'm very excited about that podcast and it's available on all the, anywhere you listen to podcasts, really. Mm-hmm. And I love that because, again, this idea of having access to information, it's like we all want things, we see things that would be good to acquire, but there's a lot of gaps in our communities in terms of how do we actually get there and the learning and the support around it. So I think that's phenomenal. You could be in your yeah. car, turn on your podcast and get a tip. Right? Yeah, get a tip, that's right. <laughs> learn how to save, learn what you're going to, you know, what you may be asked for learn how to Absolutely. leverage it but it, it's that learning you know so super important yeah. and yeah, yeah yeah so much more that we can keep learning right so for sure for sure so beautiful yeah i'm excited about that and throughout the year you know we have webinars and different courses that i offer as well and mm-hmm. of course my my what is close to my heart is the one-on-one because you really can get to know somebody you can that coaching aspect comes mm-hmm. in and you're cheering for them and you know you, you you celebrate their wins i remember one time i'm at 6 a.m and i get a text and i'm looking at my phone i'm half asleep and it's got this dancing emoji and she sent me this snapshot of the student loan being paid off to zero and she's like so excited and I'm like yes girl you do this right so you know that's the win for me right and that's where I find my excitement so Mm -hmm. you know yeah definitely the one-on-ones are 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 fun it it feels good to see progress and when that progress involves more money in your pocket like yeah we're gonna celebrate that that's right that's right (laughs) yes we are (laughs) <laughs> so now where can folks find you if they want to, you told us about the podcast, but if they want to just like follow you or touch base with you, where, how, share, sure. how, tell us, share. For sure. <laughs> so my website is The Financial Moment. So www.thefinancialmoment.com. And uh, it's the same on all providers. So on Instagram, I'm thefinancialmoment.com and the same for Facebook. So those are the places that you can find me. And yeah, financial moment just means that, you know, we all make decisions in life. And for some reason, money is always a factor. 
And so why can't we change the narrative and make it so that you decide what you want to do, not based on money, but because you're prepared on your plan? Think a word, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be ready all the time. That's right. Let's stay ready. Let's stay ready. Yes. And that readiness allows you to do to do more, right? And without thought and without hesitation. So it's huh, just so important. So important. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> so I am taking away a lot. And I hope those users, those of you that are listening, I hope y'all took notes. And if you didn't go back and listen again, if you did, feel free to share it with us. But some of the things that I wrote down, because I want to remember. (laughs) (laughs) Like life is filled with the unexpected and it's, are you prepared? And I feel like that's something we don't like to look at or deal with. And maybe it's really scary to think about it. Right. But it also sucks to be in a situation where you're scrambling with like, how am I going to get money to do this or to having to beg and borrow and all of those things when it could have just come down to like knowing your personality that you talked about and budgeting, knowing who you are and what works for you and what's comfortable for you, but that gets you to this safer place. So I, I love, I love that. So I hope if anything, folks can really walk away with that too, that note. For sure. Exactly. And that people are in their corner, right? Like sometimes we we feel like we're walking the road alone mm. and we're the only ones, but you know, a lot of us have been in the same place. Mm. And if, if someone is a little bit more ahead, why not help the person that so that they can make move forward as well? And I'm actually glad you really said that because sometimes I think we think about like financial advisors or financial coaching as something that's for a certain, the elites or certain class of people, right? So can you speak to that? Is it something that's for everybody? Like, how do you know that you need it? You know what? I honestly believe it's for everybody because, you know, we talked about our community Financial advisors and the ones that are specifically from the banks, they have an agenda, right? They have an agenda. They are there to make money for their organization or their company or whatever. A coach is a little bit different, right? Because a coach is there. We're not there. I'm not here to, you know, give you any investment advice. I'm not here to, you know, sell a product. What I'm here to, my primary purpose is so that you can feel better in your in your shoes when it comes to your finances. So every day when you make those decisions, you're not worried about how much is in my bank account? Do I have enough to pay for that? What's going to happen if this, you know, I'm trying to ease your mind. And I think that for us that are a little bit further ahead financially, it's important to help those that are coming up. And so, yeah, that's kind of my mantra, really. I love that. I love it. So I think if you are open to a place of help, which we all should be, especially if you don't want to be broke, <laughs> you know, <laughs> go partner with somebody because exactly. I think so many of us have got like money stories that probably just isn't serving us well. Like maybe it's gotten you to this point, but imagine how much better you could be and like future use could be if we can partner with someone that can help us, someone who is a little bit further that can guide us. So just exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've really enjoyed this conversation today. So thank you so much, Carolyn, for all that you really kind of brought to the table. It's, it's really been enlightening, which I think oh, is going to be my good. word, enlightening. I was going to ask you, right. <laughs> what is your one word that you're going to walk away with today? I think embrace. You know what? Yeah, I think embrace because we need to embrace who we are 
first of all, as ourselves. We need to embrace that change can come, it's possible. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then we're ready for the work that we need to do. So I think once we embrace all of that, then we're ready to hit the gun rolling. Mm, beautiful. Super exciting. Ah, super exciting. Yeah. So again, everyone listening, we thank you. Drop your one word in the comments. We'll be sure to swing back and take a look at all of that. And oh my God, Carolyn, thank you again so much. Guys, please make sure to go support her. Wherever you guys are, go like, listen, love, share all that good stuff because money is something we all need. You know? And I feel like we all should invite into our lives too. It is what it is. We don't have to be afraid of it. Let's just learn how to like handle it and make more of it. That's it. <laughs> all right, everyone, take care. All right, take care, guys. If you enjoyed this, share this episode with a friend or two and give us a review on wherever you're listening to this podcast. We would really appreciate it and it helps us to know if the content is resonating with all of you. Thanks for listening.